You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. Who do you think you are? I am! Goat's vagina. That thing was huge. You said that, not me. Just come up, take it away by Wix. Let's see We are live. We'll do it live. Welcome everyone to Claret and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football, balls for everyone. Say, Sam, Mike Fish, and joining me, the man to my left, I guess, mirroring. <laughs> <laughs> it depends um, on where you get it from. Yes, is in some direction, about fifteen hundred miles away. It's Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how are you? doing buddy is that really how many miles it is roughly i did you google it math? I, you did okay but as, as the cro- say, as the guess. as the crow flies it's like 13 something but if you were to actually drive it it's about 15 1600 miles um okay yeah i don't know i don't know it'll take about 24 hours to drive apparently See, I'm, all, I'm terrible at, like, if you tell me, like, the distance between anything like that. Like, I am the worst guesser. I know I am, as the crow flies, I am th- about 3,200 miles away from where I grew up. That was fun. I don't know why. I remember, because when at work, when we whenever we used to get a new member of the team, we'd have to do some shitty icebreaker thing. And it would be, like, a fun fact about yourself. And so I just use that every single month. Yeah, I'm currently 3,200 miles from where I grew up. Can you not hear me? Hello. Oh, right. Okay. Hold with us, people. Can you hear me now? I got you. Hold on. What about now? Yep. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to get. I don't know what's going on here, man. Right. One second. Let me. Uh... I got you right now. I got you right now. Can you hear me now? Yep. Okay. I just pulled up. Uh, yeah. Okay. That was. Weird. So I don't know what happened there. I was like panicking because it's my fault with my microphone since we just set it up. Um. Anyway. So yes, you can hear me now. We good? Yes, I can. Beautiful. Okay. That was a fun little icebreaker. Um. How's how's things in H Town? I know you got a. It's been a little bit of moist and windy down there. Everyone um, safe. Everyone good. Well, yeah, we just got through the, I guess, the Nicholas, whatever the hurricane was named. Um, that is, I think, gone through Houston. We luckily like lost power just for a little bit, but didn't really get a ton of damage. I am in an apartment building, though, so like I'm pretty high up, which is usually pretty good for me. But Did it wobble a little bit? I didn't really. It felt windy on the way to work this morning, but... Uh, I mean, it was loud and it was rainy, but other than that, like, uh, we, we got through it without really having to get through the worst of it. There were people that definitely had, like, flooded stuff, but it just sucks, man. Fuck hurricanes. Not a big fan. But what's the point of them? Yeah, like, what's the big deal, dude? Get over yourself. Like, at least when you think of, like, shitty things, like wasps and things, like, when you Google them, like, eventually, definitely up there. You, you find, okay, well, okay, wasps do something okay but hurricanes what do they do other than because it's not like they 
clean shit because they, they just fuck shit up. It's not like a giant leaf blower. If, like, after a hurricane, you walked outside your house and you're like, this has never been cleaner. Thanks, hurricane. Then it'd be different. <laughs> but it's fuck shit up. But I saw a picture. Of, I don't know if it was local to you. I saw your your place of work retweeted it. It was like a the whole gas station pretty much went... Bleh. Just oh, walked yeah. onto the side. Like, Jesus Christ. Fuck hurricanes. That's uh, not a fan at all, for sure. And then, like, especially because the one that just hit New Orleans not too long ago and all Louisiana, and it's just like back to back ones are really not great. Yeah, I mean, not to get too super, super serious, but yeah, that hurricane Ida that came because it came through my way, and I live on a hill, so it was fine. We just, I think I mentioned it last week, but like, we had to street become a river because it was flowing down. But then I heard like wild, like people were. Some put like drown in their car. That's how high the water comes. Like, I can't even get my mind around that shit. It's fucking wild. Yeah, um, but on to positive. So what did you do? I mean, because I'm going to stretch this out because the rest of the content in this show is not going to be fun. Uh, what did you get up to this weekend? Did you get anything fun and um, funky? I mean, I watched my teams disappoint me. So that was pretty much what I did. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have mentioned the Giants on this show. What an asshole. All um, right, what are you doing? I, I had this perfect meme ready like to make fun of Cowboys fans, and then we lost. And I was like, well, I can't fucking use that this week. Right. I have to hold on to that it's one. It's good that you didn't post it first. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about something that pissed me off before we get into the sports aspect. Right. Now, spoiler alert, this is... I submitted this for the PG ptg not cool segment so i hope it's going to get mentioned on pastor gravy tomorrow when you record it so i don't expect you to respond too much because obviously i want you to save your content for your podcast but my issues with fin air finland airlines holy shit right okay okay because i'm gonna give you some context because i can't put all of this in 280 characters it's hard plus you've got the hashtags and shit Right, right so here's a little backstory to what happened to me so i booked a flight and through thin air and then it's that's just a stupid name because it's like you'd think oh, through thin air that's thin air. anyway um so they emailed me in finnish which i mean i can't right. complain because it's a finnish i mean that would be their company main language i would assume so i had to copy the email into google translate and i found out that what they were saying to me was hey by the way your return flight not both your flights, your return flight has been cancelled. There are no alternatives available. Sorry. If you would RB, like... RB. If you'd like a refund, please contact the the, the website that you bought it from. I, like, I bought it from your fucking website. Just give me the refund. Well, then call so, us again. So I phoned them and I sat on hold for almost two hours to finally get through to someone... Who was like, what's the problem? And I was like, well, you cancelled my return flight. What am I going to do? And he goes, oh, would you like to book an alternative? So like, apparently there is no alternatives. And he tapped away. Oh, yeah, here is a return flight. It's like just an hour later. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Okay, thanks. I've just sent you an email conversation. Like, why couldn't they have just done that? Why do you have to sit on hold for two goddamn hours? That's the where, like the game they like. It's like a game they make you play to where you have to like 
wait and like not want to like just off yourself listening to robots talk to you or like push six for this and then you have to listen to a menu and then you have to say your name and you have to hope that it hears your name correctly and whatever your code is correctly and then eventually you get to a human who usually you're in the wrong department so they have to transfer you to the other department and sometimes that department's closed if it's late and it's past five o'clock and they're only open monday through friday and then you're like damn it now i have to do this all over again on monday Sometimes they're having to transfer you to somebody else who then might not be open. And it's just like to get to a human isn't an achievement enough. And like, I'm glad that you at least got like the reward from it. So that's a positive way to look at it. It's, it sucks. Like they just want to fuck with you on the, uh, like the robot doesn't give a shit. So they're like, yep, sorry. Fuck robots. You're fuck out. robots. Cause I tried doing it on the website when they did the live chat option and it was just an automated shit. How can I help you select one of these options? Hope you're having a great day. And I said, point, speak to human. Oh, I see so you want to speak to a human. Before I contact, put you through to a rep, please answer this question. Speak to human. And it's like, looks like we're not getting anywhere. Fuck you, robot. Just give me a fucking human. But, uh. Yeah, they don't like that, but. They do help not. Help us out more, you know? Yeah. So, fuck robots and fuck Finnair. Um, but yeah, for the. I didn't where know I, that existed, honestly. And so you told me about it. I. So, it's the first time I've ever flown with them, but no, but it's one of those things of like. Is it a scam? It seems like. Well, it's scam. it's like I'm flying with Finn Air, but the flight is done by British Airways, so it's like, well, so you're a fake airline. How does this work? I don't understand Shadow that. Company. It's like it's like they're laundering money through this airline. Is that what it is? I, th- I reckon that's, that's probably what it is. It's a scam. It's a big scam. Looking out for that. Yeah, I would check it out first. Like, are you getting scammed out of like just paying plane ticket money? Yeah, like, people, oh. like, that would that'd be the worst. They're like, actually, I'm sorry, sir, we don't have a terminal for that. that I've never even heard of that airline. Like, uh, I swear, there's a website. Like, yeah, dude, this is <laughs> not for us. Can, can you point me to Terminal 69? Oh, did did you book a flight through Finnair? Yes. Oh, sorry, pal. Thing like on Harry Potter. <laughs> like, you run through a wall. Terminal, 78 and a half. Nine and three quarters, there we go. Look at that. Look at you, Harry Potter fan. I you know big Harry Potter. Potter. You, you big Potter fan? I read the book. Oh, oh you're one movie. of those. Yeah. Did you, did you like... I when it came out. So I read the books as a kid. I mean, I, I could get into those. Those The last two Harry Potter movies were terrible. I'm sorry. If anyone's so listening in there, Harry Potter... Way better. Oh, I'm sure it was. One of the last books I've ever read, honestly. But goddamn <laughs> Harry Potter. Anyway, I think we've dragged it out enough. I think we need to get some sports. Rip the fucking bandaid off. Yeah. So we've got two games to review and three games to preview. It's a hell of a week. Um, let's just start off, I guess, with the Giants. New York Giants uh, played the Denver Broncos in their season opener, and I got a nice little graphic just to kind of break us into. Uh, the New York Giants and Denver Broncos. Yep. So that happened. Yeah. Where where do we start with this one? So obviously the Giants lost 27-13 to the Denver Broncos. And it I don't know about you, but it just seemed like an incredible feeling of deja vu. Like with we talked about it. We were all excited about it. Everything they've added to the team. But if you told me, if I 
watch that game. Wasn't bad for most of the game. They were they were fairly decent, like like pass blocking at least. I guess, but I mean, if if someone had told they me, had, they had their moments for sure. I mean, obviously, we all saw like the horrible block, like not the best, just like still photos of our blocking that game. But like for the for the most part, I felt like they gave Danny some time to throw at at, at points, and we were able to make plays like with 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 the offensive lines blocking. So it's not like that was a positive, I guess. But just yeah, like they couldn't get anything done. I don't know if I'm just scapegoating Jason Garrett and it's the him being from the Cowboys that I just hate. And, like, I, I came in with an open mind, I feel like, last year when he was our OC. But just, like, he does the exact same thing he did on the Cowboys where it's, okay, it's third and 12. So what we're going to do is everybody, you guys run six-yard routes and we're going to get a completion, crushing it. Yeah, well, we completed it. And you're like, yeah, but we completed it and it's still just fourth and sixth now. Or fourth and six, like you, you can't be throwing it short of the chains every single time. And it's not like there weren't always like there weren't routes that were run past the chains. He was expecting like you have athletic guys, you want your playmakers to go make plays, but like you can't expect everybody to have to juke somebody out every fucking time that they catch it. And doing that every third down, defenses start to just push up like they know what you're going to do. They're not scared of it. I feel like we ran almost every single first down. It 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 was the the play calling was so fucking predictable. And I, if Jason Garrett's the guy calling plays, like I gotta feel like, like if I'm kind of figuring out the plays we're running, and I haven't watched film on us really, and I'm just watching game one of the season, like that's a bad sign. The people that are watching film on it every day are definitely picking up stuff, and it looked that way. Teddy Bridgewater ripped us apart. I just I feel like their their defense knew exactly what to do to get through us. Like, like that the the defense. We'll get to that in a second, but just yeah, like. The, the the entire like offensive scheme just was flawed from start to finish i feel like we had the shepherd big play but it was like if we have to rely on that big play too much and that's you're not going to win games we can't score points we can't score points no i mean if you look at the stats of our running game this is why i'm talking about our leading stats for running was Daniel Jones. Well, he's a running quarterback. That's why. But Saquon Barkley, 10 carries for 26 yards. That's not a good stat. It's not a good stat. And it's one of those things where I I almost was like not super upset. We did become more one-dimensional. You can't really sell the play action. And I'm talking myself out of this take as I'm making it right now. But I'm st- I started the sentence. So like Michael Scott, I'm just going to finish it. I, I feel like the running wasn't working. And at a certain point, like the giant, a lot of the problem that I felt like Garrett had last year was we, we wanted to establish the run. And like, yes, it is very important when we had Gallman running and, and we could have the play action and all that. Like, yeah, it worked out. But like when the run wasn't working, having to like running, running, running on three straight downs that are getting two yards and then punting was not a solid system. And when you're playing from behind, you can't really afford to do that. So when we start, we were behind it was like we were trying to just like abandon the run that second half it was basically us just trying to keep up with the with the broncos and and like we just didn't like running it would have just wasted more time and been more like 
way, like like more misuse of time. At least like they were taking some shots. I felt like at a certain point, it was just like not on crucial downs. If it wasn't first or second down, there's not a deep pass threat at all. And if it was on first down, it's about nine out of ten times going to be a run. So really, you got about second down right there, and then third down we're going to underperform. And I just I don't I did not understand what it was. I liked the quarterback runs with Danny. Danny fumbled it, but fucking all right, he's my guy. I decided I was very mad. I was very mad to the point where I wasn't even like yelling at the TV at a certain point. And I was just like, I felt like when you're dead, like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I was just like, I, I don't even want to talk about, it. I don't even want to talk, son, sit in the car. We're driving home for three hours from this soccer camp. We were just think at. about what you did today. Word. Not, I don't want you to say a, I'm turning the radio down. You're not saying a fucking word. I'll like, leave you alone with your thoughts. That's how I felt. And I don't, I don't know. Danny can't. He fumbles the ball too much. Yeah, he fumbles the ball in like I think thirty of twenty-eight games. He's had a fumble or some shit like that, or a turnover or whatever the stat was. I don't fucking care. He's my guy. Rooting against Daniel Jones is rooting against the fucking the the pilot of your your plane. Like, are we gonna just we just want to crash and burn right now? Oh, we would tank. Fuck you. No, we have the Bears to do that. The Bears can tank for us. That's fine. We had it. That's our top pick. We, 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 the season's not over. It's one fucking game. I've talked myself out of it, and that's the problem. I, I have this insane, that's what an insane person does, where I just expect a different result while doing the exact same thing. And I'm, I'm just, I, I, I'm like suicidal on Sunday while I'm watching them. And then when they disappoint me, I'm just, uh, it's the worst. And then Monday comes around, Tuesday comes around. I'm like, okay, well, like, what if this happens and this happens and then we could do this and all we got to do is correct this. Okay. Well, okay. And then I'm back in and then I'm back in and then Sunday comes around and, Oh, they let me down again. And then I'm just upset and I'm mad. And then I talk myself back into other ways that things work out. And I, I, it's just a, it's a bad system. You've been waiting for that all day. Haven't you? I feel like it. Yeah. This has been, this is very cathartic. That's the word I'm looking for. But before we move, I don't want to. Okay, because I put that that stat about Saquon ten carries only averaging two point six yards. Before we move on, I'm not joining because I've always seen it and I've seen it every. I'm not joining the whole. Oh, do we need to reevaluate Saquon Barkley? Blah 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 blah. No, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of dissing and trashing Saquon Barkley. I'm just using that stat to back up the fact that the play calling was. Terrible. That well, I don't think that was on Saquon. I, I think they're it, easing him back in. I I mean I I feel like I've, already, I've seen a bunch of people already doing the things on Saquon again. So like, fuck's sake! I, I quit paying attention to a lot of the people. I've unfollowed some people. It's just like, dude, if you're just gonna be negative and shit on the team every single time without trying, like I don't know, you shouldn't shit on fans for rooting for somebody. And I'm just trying to be the positive guy at this point, where I'm like. I am a very negative person, but I wanted to. Like, I just want my team to do well. Excuse me, and then me rooting for Daniel Jones. Like, well, well, that's what you get for support. And like, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm supporting my, the quarterback of my team. Go fuck yourself. Your I team, mean, but, you want to lose? Go fuck yourself. It's week one. That, yeah, a lot of people do just want. We're going sixteen one. They want their team to one. They want their team to team to lose just so they have something to say because they they don't know how to be happy or positive. Right, so, that's how I feel most of the time. The Giants is that one thing that can make me feel happy when they win. So but the only it like happen more often. Let's try that. The, the only like last negative really I want to get because positives there was positive. I I think Jeff Roman from the pro- previous two seasons there was zero sacks on Danny Dimes, which I thought was 
no, pretty one. good. One. Was there one? I believe there's one. I I don't remember one. Let me check. Check it. Ch -ch 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 check it. There were two. Von Miller had two. Really? Yeah, I remember he had one, but I, I know I, I didn't really get two. Huh? Okay. Well, he did, but he did throw an interception. He did throw it. For the most part, yeah. He fumbled it um, at a very not crucial time, but. One thing I will, because I'm going to bring this up, because again, I put my little stat cheat sheet uh, that I like to bring. So, like, throwing game, receiving game, I thought was very strong. So, I've got, yeah, Shepard averaging 16 yards receptions, which is, you know, yeah, again, obviously you want to see some 60 yards and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, touchdown. Slayton. Three receptions, twenty-one yards average. Kenny Do Kenny Galladay, I thought he did well on his first game, uh, sliding in quite well. Right. The only thing I, because I was, I'm not going to wear his t-shirt today because I thought the Giants didn't. Our boy Kadarius Tony, who's on our t-shirt that you can buy it at merch.cbbpod.com. Um, how they used him, I wasn't. Okay, maybe because they, because I know he's been in and out with injuries and COVID. I think. But it was literally, I mean, I saw someone post this, and I can't remember the exact who it was, so I apologize, I'm not going to quote you. But it was literally every time, I think they only brought in twice, I think, to the game. So it was kind of like, eh, we're going to do something with this guy. And so everyone just, all the defense just focused on Clearest yeah, Tony. And so he played, I think he received it twice and lost yardage every time. Because it was kind of, oh, well, he hasn't been playing the whole fucking game. They must be playing something funky with him. And they just shut it down. So, I, again, maybe it was ho I'm hoping it was just kind of like, well, we'll just give him a couple of snaps just to get him in. But I don't know. Yeah, two I just catches, didn't... negative two yards. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I know stats can be used, especially I'd in like sports, to, to paint was, a picture. Yeah. But it, it was, I'd like to think just... it's them working him in from an injury. And if they're trying to work in Saquon... If they're trying to work Kadarius into the lineup, I get that. Like, you don't want to go too hard and get him injured or, you know, have him out for a period of time like that. And if that's what that is, okay. But if Jason Garrett, which I feel like I just am in the Jason Garrett hate mode where, like, I'll die for Danny Dimes right now. But, like, Jason Garrett, fuck him. And, like, yep. does he just not know what to do with weapons? Like, does he just not know what to do? He, he had that problem in Dallas. He had quite a few weapons, and he just never could make it work with them. Well, that's the frustrating thing because it seems like with all the extra weapons that we've brought in during the the postseason, preseason, whatever you want to call it, it just doesn't seem like we've improved offensively. I mean, it's only like I say, it's only one game, but still, like it was just like I said, it was a deja vu. Possession, our offense was on the field, line, and that was going to be my excuse right there. But like, uh, Washington has a fucking really good defensive line, an even better defensive line. So good luck against them. If but our offense was only like on the field for 24 minutes for that game. And that's the, and then like we're like, wow, how did the defense get worn down there at the end? Because the defense was on the field all fucking time because we can't run the ball. Like The defense did a pretty solid job. They didn't give up big plays. They gave up a bunch of checkdowns. And at the end of the game, like when you don't have any offense to like take time off the clock, you're just going to get worn out. They just got, yeah, they, they got beat. They weren't, it wasn't the best we've ever seen our defense. But like it wasn't like we had a ton of holes like uh, like right in between the linebacker coverage, 
that there were some issues there in the passing game. But like Blake Martinez had fucking played his ass off, dude. Blake Martinez is a straight up fucking G, and and we need him. He's the most valuable player on our defense, I think. And I, I don't I don't know. He was all over the fucking field. We we just we were giving up a bunch of the checkdowns just to avoid the big play, and that didn't happen. And then eventually, like we broke in the fourth quarter, and it did happen, and that was what sealed the game. And it, it's it's. It was frustrating because I feel like the defense holds up a little bit better if the offense can take some time off the clock. Like we made, we had turnovers when we needed turnovers. We had certain things happen the way we needed them to happen, and we had opportunities to win that game, and we just we weren't able to capitalize. And yeah, the defense let them score, and and they they couldn't fucking tackle at times on defense. I was very frustrated with the tackling, and and just Teddy Bridgewater made him look like fools. Like I there there were a couple of plays where you're just like, okay, I'm mad, but like why? How how do you do that? How do you even spin out of that? How does he fall down and like then just stand up and toss a touchdown pass? Like how does that work? I don't know, but oh dear, yeah. the one the way he like he got tackled, but he stayed up and he, went, he, it and stood he up almost and went out of bounds and then threw it for like a twenty yard reception. Um, but yeah, I felt bad. I felt bad for the defense because they, yeah, they did. I think for the fir- definitely for the first quarter they worked their ass off. They stopped. They made some very important stops in the red, I think, in the red zone a couple of times. But then it was kind of like, okay, here's the ball. And then the offense would be on there for like a minute. Like, ah, you, your turn again. So, fuck. It was incredibly frustrating. Like, we didn't have a bunch of three and outs. We did have quite, we, we had some three and outs. But, like, they were, it, it was like statistically to make it look like they, like, there's not really any super defense of how, how bad bad the offense was look at the points scored but it was like we were good at getting one first down and then that was it and usually it was like we get a first down on the passing down which was our second down there's no like pay attention to that run nine out of ten times on first down pass like about 80 percent of the time on second down and then usually shitty check down pass or a draw every third down so that that was basically Jason Garrett's strategy, and I kind of had it formulaically looked like I was looking at. I, I drew a fucking formula for it. Like I, obviously, I'm telling you it right now. So yeah, it's it was pretty noticeable. And again, we're not breaking down the all 22 tape like the the Washington football team is currently. So they better figure it out. But they 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 need to to eat up more clock. They need that's where you know I know you were saying with establishing the run game that definitely helps. Like but just moving the fucking ball down the field and and not not putting your defense in a bad position. Danny needs to hold on to the fucking ball and we've said that over and over again, but just one of these days he's going to figure it out, right? He has to. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just one game. But still I it's it's Failing isn't bad as long as you learn from your mistakes, and I don't know. I'm just a little bit concerned. The only good thing coming out of this was that... I'm very concerned. We're not getting any better, but I'm very concerned. The only good thing coming out of this week one is that Washington lost and the Cowboys lost as well, so it's not like... And the Eagles, I don't think as good as they looked. I think the Falcons are just really bad. Yeah, so it's not the end of the world, but we definitely need to step it up. And so before, I was kind of excited about, hey, we've got a Sunday game and a Thursday game. I get to watch my Giants basically twice in a week. But now I'm kind of like, oh, shit, I kind of wish we had more time to prepare for the next game. We could have the worst Thursday. 
Like we have both West Ham and Giants on Thursday, and it could uh, it could just be terrible. And I was looking at like next month's schedule. West Ham and the Giants play like three of the four Sundays. Oh, like Jeez. fuck. <laughs> so they could be the best of Sundays, or they could be the worst of Sundays. Well, I like at least like if West Ham plays Saturday morning, then like I can ride the high if West Ham wins. But like what if if like West Ham were to win and then the Giants just shit the bed, like then it's like oh no, like I can't enjoy any of this. It's like I was like when I got to look to the schedule. I was like, "Oh, hey, but at least Giants can't ruin my Sunday because they're not playing on Sunday." Oh, West Ham are playing Man United and Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> and our only striker is suspended for that game. Fantastic! And That's good. we will have just played a game on Thursday using our best guys as well. And yeah. Man United just lost, so they're going to be pissed. Oh yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Before we switch sports, then well, we gotta look. Uh, we gotta look at the Washington game. The Washington game. We're playing Washington. The Washington Washingtons on Thursday night football. Where, I mean, Taylor some Heineke, of the Ryan Fitzpatrick's out. So yeah, Heineke's gonna be at QB for him. Ryan Fitzpatrick is out for three weeks with a hip injury, and Heineke uh, is coming in. Uh, Joe, I mean, I saw Judge. Did you see Joe Judge? I didn't see obviously all of the Joe Judge press conference today but i saw some clips of it where he was like saying hey well heineke's not no slouch we don't we're not going to look past him we're not going to we're going to play blah 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 blah." and people were like well what giants is going to keep doing this game against the that washington i was about to say the r word shouldn't say the r word yeah uh washington and i was going to well what did you want him to do did you really want him to just go hey this is exactly our game plan like two days ahead of the game. No, he's not going to say exactly what he's planning on doing against them. That's that'd be stupid, right? But um, tear that down when you're trying to find a reason to hate, and a lot of people are doing that right now. But I did. I didn't see. I didn't watch Washington this past weekend. Um, is it? I guess is, is it a plus that their main quarterbacks out and their backups it's in? Definitely better than Ryan Patrick being in. For sure. I mean, Fitzpatrick had a couple of games a year where he's just, he cannot complete it to the right team. That would have been cool if that was one of those games, but he also has like two, three, four games a year where he throws for like 500 yards and fucks you over. So I don't want that game either. Um, Taylor Heineke is, he was decent last year when in, in the cleanup duty he did. And I mean, like he, he, I think he took over for Alex Smith when, when he was down and uh, whoever the other quarterback was went down and, he he played in the playoff game that they lost, but really, I, I just I don't know, man. Uh, I don't think it really matters. They're 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 they get Antonio Gibson back to run. Um, they have Terry McLaurin, who's awesome on on the uh, on the receiving spot. They, they lost uh, Samuel. They, I think he's out for this season, but they're gonna give our they're gonna challenge our defense for sure. I, I don't think that Heineke's obviously as good as Bridgewater, so Bridgewater. You know, there's times where your defense wins, but then the quarterback just beats the defense on his own. And I don't think that Heineke's going to do that as much as Bridgewater did on Sunday. I fucking hope he's not. But it's it all really comes down to our offense against their defense because Washington showed that they can put up 20-something points if they need to. We can't. Can we put up a couple? Can we put up double-digit points? That's really what I'm worried about. You know, like, are we going to be able to do that? Defense is young. It's going to be able to... Uh, He's, he's going to be coming for us. They have a 
maybe the best defensive line in the league. I would say they probably do. And uh, their linebacking core is solid. Their their secondary is maybe their weakest spot, but they're nothing to joke at. Um, if if we can't get the ball moving, man, we're fucked. If we if we have another fifty minutes and ten minutes split on the time of possession, we're fucked. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm hoping that after the first game, Saquon's now back. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I hope they include Tony into the games more often and don't make it so fucking obvious. That I mean, what, what, happened last week, what happened last week didn't work. So you hope that you have to be like, okay, let's adjust some of these plays. But last season, it kind of it, it turned into just, well, no, we're going to run this play again. Let's try this again. Maybe they'll get them this time. It's like, hey, they, they're stopping that weekend. Like when they, yeah, yeah, they, they, well, they, they stop those plays, don't do it anymore. But they stopped it 10 times. Game. They stopped it 10 times. They won't expect Last it 11 times. Exactly. Oh, exactly. shit, they did. They expected it. Okay. Uh, what do you think? They're, how do you think the game's going to go? I was trying to get back over it, sell myself on him, and I think. I'm just I'm mad again. And this is week one. I don't like this. I'm in a bad. So, uh, are we predicting with our heart or our head? Just I don't care. Just predict. <laughs> <laughs> just spread your damn prediction, Mike. Get this over with. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is gonna be. Uh, well, no, okay. We always beat Washington. Daniel Jones has and never lost due, against Washington. But they're due, and that's the other problem. It's kind of like yeah, the connection with West Ham. Was that whenever we play a team, someone always comes out with stabs. Like, well, this team that West Ham's playing has never scored a goal against West Ham. Oh, well, for, here we go. This and is the game they're going to fucking do it. And they beat us 4-0. Um, yeah. I don't know. I... I'm gonna. St- we scored 13 points, and I'm surprised we scored 13 points last week. So I don't know. I can't see us scoring any more than that. Uh, um, uh, I guess we'll go. I'm. I'm gonna keep keep positive vibes, but it's gonna be tough. I'm gonna go 14-13 Giants. <laughs> I hope that's not the game. That would be so fucking boring. But no, I think that's I think it that's the only way we win this game is if we keep Washington less than fourteen points. Yeah, that's no, the, it makes I, I, your logic is solid. Uh, it, man, I think it'll be like, like twenty. I could see it being twenty-seven, seventeen. Washington's gonna win. We're not gonna win this game. We're gonna lose to a backup quarterback, and then I'm just gonna, I don't know. I might call a helpline on on Thursday night. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be. Br- I think it's. I hope it's gonna be good. But um, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, and I'll be completely tur- like completely turned around next week on this podcast. And also, spoiler: I'm not calling back to our predictions last week because on both games we did not do very well. So that's only game matters next one. Yeah. So shall we? I guess. Turn to some slightly more positive stuff with West Ham. I mean, we didn't lose, but uh, so we played Southampton, drew nil nil. Um, as let me actually see if I can pull it up real quick. So my de- so in England they still had this ridiculous um, 
ruling or whatever that they can't show the three PM kickoffs on Saturday on TV. Why? Because back in the day, they were worried that if they showed the 3 p.m. kickoff on Saturday on TV, then live attendance would drop because people would just stay at home watching TV, which I think now, I don't think that's going to, it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so this, so my dad said, text me immediately after the game asking me like, hey, what, what did you think of the game? Tell me about it, blah, 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 blah. And I said, it wasn't bad, wasn't good. It's just something that happened during two hours of my life. That's and I think that's a great way to explain that. Because it, it was just a sloppy game. Both teams were just giving the ball away constantly. It seemed that no one could fucking complete a pass. I... Like, I literally have nothing. I, when I was going to write down, like, trying to no, write, write notes down, I have nothing. I mean, Bowen had a pretty solid game, I think. He was he looked tasty going forward and getting some shots in. Other than that, not much, not really much. Yeah. Happened. We had, like, I mean, but we, we had, like we had two th- chances that I can think of off the top of my head that were really, like, legitimate chances. We, three we shots on target. Three it shots on like target. We, it felt like we dominated um, time of possession. We had fifty eight percent, but um, I mean, there were two times that Southampton should have scored for sure. Fabianski had a pretty solid save on one of those opportunities, but it just did the same thing. We like our defense looked pretty good for the most part, and then they just like had like a mental breakdown on like two different opportunities that could have and should have probably led to goals. And that's that's not great. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that, that, <clears throat> another one, that just like the Palace game, it just felt like a loss. That time when they hit the post, it looked like there was no communication because it just looked like when they played it forward, it was like Ogbonna was like, to Dors- oh, was you? I thought you were staying back. No, I thought you were staying back. Fuck. And then Ogbonna yeah. had to try to chase him back. And then it just, it was, looked shoddy. Um, but yeah, it, it was just a boring game. I was kind of wishing it would be better, but Antonio didn't look lively. Really, well, I mean, because I don't want—I don't want to. He just you know, runs around. Like... I don't want to pad out some content just to put like because oh, I want to sound like I'm knowing what I'm talking about. I'm going to talk, but because I don't want to say like, oh, Antonio necessarily didn't have a good game because I don't want it to sound like I'm digging individual players out because just generally across the board, it wasn't a very good performance. At all, right. like, it wasn't. There was no. Oh uh, well, that player like, was shit. Played pretty well. He got carded though, so then you can take that away from him. Uh, I, I mean, uh, that was that was that'd be what I'd say. That's about it. Declan was pretty good. Everybody else was what the fuck. Sufal is awesome. Sufal is always awesome. Okay, okay. Now I'm walking it back. I, I, like I, said, I think I think Bowen looked decent they just i feel like we hesitate too much and we don't hesitate maybe maybe it's not hesitation it is a little bit but it's like we wait too much to make the perfect shot we wait too much for the perfect shot where there's times where like i feel like we hold it too much we make one extra pass that wasn't necessarily needed where it's like just shoot the fucking ball shoot the fuck like 
like, yeah, I'm not saying try and Lanzini it against Tottenham every single time. Like, I get that that was in stoppage time. But, like, every now and then, like, when you feel like you might have a chance, just rip it. Just rip it. Make them worry. Like, like I, I think West Ham's goals all come from inside the box right now. And most goals I get come from inside the box. But, like, you got to – like, there were a couple opportunities I was – I felt like when it's, like, a one-on-two and you got an angle on them, just take the shot. Yeah, there was too many times when we would look like, okay. like Southampton. Like you, like test the goalie a little bit, make him a little bit nervous. You get him shooken up a little bit, then then you know he's he comes out next time, and you you make the extra pass then, and then you get the goal. Like it, it, little like that, I feel like we're not doing these. But it, there was too many times when, and I was watching it on my phone in the car. And I was with a nervous driver, so every time I was like, oh, fuck, and she was like, ah! like freaking out. <laughs> but there was too many times where we would get into their box and then maybe someone would shoot or you get blocked and then it'd come back and then it'd, we'd do that pass from side to side to side to side and it'd slowly get passed back and then they'd go back to Dawson, Dawson would pass it back to O'Connor and I'd be like, don't, don't you fucking do it, don't you fucking dare, and he'd pass it back to Fabian. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. why we f- keep passing it backwards all the fucking time? It, and then, obviously, by the time we kick it forward again, well, they've got nine players behind the ball now, rather than... It was just so I was slow. Somebody, I was watching it with uh, one of the guys in the Bayou Ironworks. That I watched it. Shout out Nick's place. Um, but the, the, I, I mentioned that exact thing. I was like, why do we keep kicking it back to our end? Like, and he said, uh, oh, well, they're just trying to avoid the counterattack. And I guess that makes sense to, to a little bit, but it's just a boring brand of football to watch. Yeah. If nothing else, it's a boring fucking brand of football, and that like the two brands of football that we saw on Saturday just did not mesh well in me fucking being entertained. No, I think we should have went because going into that game, that also was worse. What we had two games already. Two out of the three games previously, we scored four goals. We should have went at them. We should have went at them. But we just didn't. We just tried to break them down, and I don't know. What, 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 they're going to be the type of team that is going to because I'm not saying that we're like Man City and we're an amazing team, but I'm confident in saying that we're a better side than Southampton. And so, yeah. and they've seen us two games score four goals. Naturally, they are going to play the game where we're going to sit back, defend, and try to catch them on the counter. But it was almost like we was trying to, oh, okay, well, if you're going to do that, we're going to do that too. And it was just kind of this weird, like, is that no one was Ham, going... Is that what our thing is with, like, like when you play Man United, they don't give a shit. They're just going to throw everything they got at you anyways. But when you play the Burnleys, and you play the Palaces, and you play the Southamptons... Which is like, yeah, I'm not taking anything away from them, but they just don't have like the, the the they don't spend the money on these guys like like the big six teams do. Like, is that just that that's why we can beat those bigger teams more often than not? Like, when, like each a couple times each season where you you steal a game from them just because they're not just sitting back and then we fuck it up against Burnley because we're trying to do too much or we're not doing enough and then Burnley just slips one past you and you you drop a game against fucking Brighton or whatever. Like, I feel like that's what West Ham, they, all, all you have to do is sit back and you break West Ham's brain. Like, it's like, I don't know what happens. Even yeah, though so that's twice why- Dallas, it's like, that was how you, they beat us, basically. It felt like they beat us. 
Yeah, I think we got, I don't know, we just got, with the Palace game, we just kind of, once we scored our second goal, it was kind of like, hey, game's over. Oh, shit, wait, they scored, fuck. I didn't see that happening, and I just wasn't paying attention, but, yeah. But, I mean, positive vibes, hashtag positive vibes only. Uh, four games into this season, we're still undefeated. There's only five teams in the Premier League that are undefeated so far. Man United, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea and Everton are the only other four teams, I believe. And I think only two game, two clubs have scored more goals than us. So, I mean, it's it's relatively... It's, I mean, it's a strong start to the season. I'm not going to take anything away from it, but it was just a very frustrating game. Like I said, I don't think it was necessarily bad... But just, we just wasn't very good and it wasn't very exciting. And we need to switch that shit up. Um, looking ahead, we've got two games before our next show. First game is on Thursday. Dynamo Zagreb of Croatia in the Europa League. I'm excited, but... I mean, we can follow on from what we were talking about last week. Where do you think the team selection is going to go? Because, obviously, I'm going to shoot. I hope that it's a guarantee that Antonio is going to start this game because he's not going to be playing on the weekend. So, fuck yeah, it, might as well stick him in. he's 100% locked in there. Um, just whether, like, I don't know. He seemed gassed. He seemed gassed last weekend. And, and oh, I mean, it was his first. It was, a, it was the first time he actually actually worked on international week at a break. Right, but if he's gassed from that, then how much is it going to take to gas him out on, like a Thursday game right after playing a, a Saturday? You know, like um, that—that's my—that's what I was worried about at least. Um, the Dynamo's grab is definitely the best of the group besides us, I think, in my opinion. They're yeah, but the okay. The table, I, but... I did a very minimal research on them, so it's quite because so currently Dynamo's Zagreb are top of the Croatian league. But they qualify for the Europa League because they lost in the Champions League playoff to a team called Sheriff, who are currently fourth in the Moldovan National Division. Don't even know that. I didn't even know Moldova is a country. Moldova has is a country as a league of football, and the team that Dynamo Zagreb lost to are currently fourth. They're only the fourth best in that league. So Hopefully. it's an interesting game. A little bit, but uh, I think Maybe that's honestly, Maybe. I, I would. If I'm David Moyes, I'm thinking. I mean, I don't want to be too negative too early in the season, but I'm not that I'm giving up against Man United. But I'm also kind of thinking, okay, out of those two games, this one in the Europa League is way more important to win. Than the Man United game, so I, if I'm David Moyes, I, I'm going to make some changes, obviously. But I'm uh, just yeah, thinking, yeah. I'm thinking we just take the starting eleven that played Southampton, and then just insert our four new signings. So I think we put Ariola in instead of Fabianski. I think Ariola is basically a given that he's going to start. I think Zuma starts for sure. I think Zuma should play in part in place of Dawson put him next to Ogbonna I think put Crow because you, you don't drop Rice because he's a captain 
So I think Kral maybe plays with. Oh, 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 oh do you? Okay, oh, this is. A, do you play Kral with Rice or do you play Kral with Suchek, his countryman? That would be an interesting one, actually, to look at. I don't know uh, how I that would work. Start Rice in game one of Europa. Because, yeah, he's the captain. You have to put him in. But then we also need Rice to go and stick it to Man United. So he'll just be like, leave us the fuck alone about him. So with that in mind, I wouldn't even be shocked. I wouldn't even be shocked if we see in the in the middle we see Noble and Kral. Now you're saying that I wouldn't be shocked because I think and I, I I've been trying to think like this is really like one of the difficult like me mentally trying to be like what are we gonna do like I like you had to kind of go I thought balls to the wall for against Southampton you needed that win we didn't so maybe we got a little left of the tank I don't know so the balls were far from the wall. Ball gotta go to the ball against Animals and Grab, I think. And then we gotta do that again on Sunday and then just say I don't give a fuck about next week's like care about game. I, I I don't give two shits. Like bring up all the youth squad, let them start, whatever, let's go. Like if we I, I would prefer us probably get out of that quick. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Carabao. Because like, again, this we, is a, we don't need to hold comes, off. We need to go all the way in on this. When it comes to because I appreciate some people get annoyed when Premier League sides put out a weakened side in the the cups like the Carabao Cup but with in this instance I don't necessarily care about it because like you say we need to focus on the Europa League ruin right now because it's like we don't want to not go at the Europa League this year because hey we want to try to win the Carabao Cup because that means we'll qualify for the Europa League so, well we're in the Europa League this year, so let's focus on that yeah. rather than trying to requalify already. So I think, yeah, I think Man United. I think they are. I don't think they're going to win the league this year. They're not, but they are a better side than they were last year. And realistically, in the Carabao Cup, I think they're going to beat us. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but yeah, I I think we should just forget about that game and focus on. Like, because you have to start off strong. You don't have as many opportunities for error. Like in the in the Europa League, if you start zero and one, that puts you really behind it. And I think we're better than than Rapid uh, Vienna and whatever the other team Gank. is. But and Gank, I think we're better than them. But like Dynamo is definitely the one that we were worried about the most coming in here. And I think you gotta let's get a nice little three three one three nil win against. Dynamo's a grab in the, the Europa League. Then ride that wave of like, okay, just got our first European win in a while. All right, let's go and beat Man United. And I think we could beat Man United. We probably won't, but we could. I mean, if the Young Boys Club, which I think is like, that's like the YMCA after school group, right? If they can beat Man yep. United like they did today, then I think we could beat Man United. Maybe we're, we're due for a Man United upset. I feel like we've, we've not beaten them in a minute. So we could beat well, them I mean, and I don't go to shit on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. Speaking of the young boys versus Man United, did you see shout out to Jesse Lingard with the assist? Did you see that? I um I broke I uh, I actually have a theory I'd like to throw out to you. Um, Alright, one second. Did you out. hear me about Jesse Lingard? What happened? Jesse Lingard in the ninety fourth minute just passed the ball. Oh, oh he's passed, yeah. To the to the player and they scored. So hey, yeah, technically that's an assist. Good for him. Um, okay, what's your theory? My, Alex's theory. It was into my theory that I, I wrote to, to bring up. Um, I think 
the fix is in. I think Jesse wants out. I think Jay Lings is like, you know what? I want to move the next transfer window to West Ham again because I love it there. I fucking hate it here. And so he was like, watch this. Just gives the, gives the ball away. Now what happens? His stock just plummets. So Man United's going to want to get rid of him. We're going to be able to get him on the cheap, so it's going to be easier for us to get him. Bam. Because he's not a, you know, he's he knows he's getting the contract again next year anyways. He's a, he's a me guy right now, but a me guy because he's like, fuck Man United. He's a team guy, a we guy when he's on West Ham. He's just got to get there first. So I think he's just trying to get out of there. Not that I want to be the guy that bursts your bubble. But, so, because Jesse Lingard is in the last year of his contract, he's able to move for free next summer. So, I don't think any team is going to pay Man United any money in January because they'll just be like, well, I'll just wait six months and well, get it. That's why free. he's like, what if they maybe, if, if I keep passing it to the other team, maybe Man United then has to give money to the other team to take me. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll give you five million West Ham to right. take this guy. That's, that's they're like all he does is score against us. He's just, he's just ruining our season. And then you're like, he's just gonna sit on the bench. Now what? Like, get get okay. You know what? We'll give you money. Just get him off our bench. Maybe we'll see. Something to think about. Think about. No one's talking about that. It's a conspiracy. Um, not enough people. So uh, actually, an interesting thing did actually come out of the Southampton game, which I noticed when. Uh, Vlasic came on. He was quite interesting. Even though he's like, he's like technically an attacking midfielder, was it just me? Because again, I was watching on my phone where he was watching at a bar on the big screens. But was it like that it looked like he was playing almost as a second striker with Antonio rather than an attacking midfielder? I do was... think that's what it looks like. And I oh, feel yeah, like... Okay. Um... And we definitely have our, uh, oh, Antonio's out against United. This is our striker. I got those vibes. Well, I mean, at the time, they didn't know Antonio was out against United. No, but like I'm saying, like, when he came in, like, I, that's now what I'm feeling like. Like, it, I feel like Moyes, like, you know, like, he molded Antonio into the kind of the player, like, mm. wanted him to be. And, like, I think that he's slowly like, okay, well, let's, why don't we play you up a little bit? Let's, uh, let's, let's slide you here and just, all right, you know, we're subbing you in in this game against Southampton. Nothing like we don't think it should be too crazy of a game for us, but here, go in here. And it was a meaningful game to be subbed into at that point. I, I don't know. I thought that, uh, I mean, obviously he didn't score, but he did a lot of like, there, there was a lot of stuff I liked that I saw out of him. He looked good for the 20 minutes or so he was on. Um, so, yeah, I think he comes on. He plays against Zagreb, I think, maybe in place. You have to do that, right? He, uh, it's the law. If he's playing yeah, in Croatia, play, he's got you have to play the Croatian players. But uh, maybe instead of Ben Rama, I don't know who you rest because I, 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 I normally in normal circumstances, under normal circumstances, I would have rested Antonio against Zagreb and put Vlasic up front. But yeah, since Antonio's missing a United game, fuck it, play him. Like, fuck yeah who gives a shit but you might see Vlasic anyways you may see him come in in like the second half because I I don't see Antonio being able to make it the entire game if this isn't like a blowout or anything like that like I would love it if we were up 4-0 and okay this is the West Ham we wanted to see cool like let's pull Antonio let him rest up or whatever or you just make him jog it around 
and it doesn't matter. But I, I, see, I, mean, I don't see Vlasic not coming into this game if he's not starting at a certain point. Yeah, I mean, if we've learned anything from Antonio last season, it's not a bad thing to give him a week and a half rest. It wouldn't be that bad. True, true. Um, but yeah, I, I, I will be very annoyed, but I'm still kind of holding it's like a 20-30% where I wouldn't be shocked if fucking David Moyes names an unchanged team against Zagreb, which I'll be kind of annoyed about. But uh, we'll see. I don't. I think Zuma starts for sure. I think Ariola starts for sure. I would be betting. I would be willing to bet quite a bit of money that uh, that they both start. Yeah. And then I. And Crow is have... probably gonna make a move there. Because Crow, yeah, you start I, I, Crow now, and then you start Crow in that Carabao game next week. Right. So you give him the break in between. I think like that's a perfect like. That's maybe like, yes long term because you're looking at, for the full schedule and i was like we got a lot of west ham games so on my calendar in my kitchen i was trying to like put like mark out those games and like i feel like the every other kind of game like that like and like especially against like the rest of the europa league teams that we're gonna be playing in the group stage crowd's cool to start i'm cool with crowd starting against genko or whatever they are or, or rapid vienna i'm cool with them starting against them like I, I would rather not start against Man United A squad. So like, yeah, throw him in the Care About Cup, get him in there this week, and then we'll see. Like, we'll see how it goes. But I don't know who you take out alongside with him. Well, I, I think that's where maybe we could see the the Noble Crow partnership in the Care About Cup. Like Noble, it's his final season. You have to get him in Europa football so you can say he played it at a certain point. Oh, but I, I I'd like to think they're He's holding off. But no, I think you'd wait until. Like after four games in the group, and we're like, "Oh, hey, we, we're guaranteed to qualify." All right, no ball. There you go. Have you play? Okay, uh, okay. You don't think he's gonna start like that? Not. I, I, I would be shocked if he starts this game. Okay, 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 okay. Because I, I thought you were leaning towards that earlier, and I was like, I really don't want Noble starting. <laughs> no, no. I, I was, but I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be shocked oh, if you he does. Suchik, didn't you? You meant Suchik, didn't you? I, I think. I would start. Okay, so I, my starting lineup would be Ariola, and then Sufal, Cresswell, Zuma, Ogbonna at the back, and then keep. Uh, then in the middle, Rice and Kral. I will start them. Um, and then have Fornals, Vlasic, and Bowen. And then Antonio up front. That's what I would go with. Yeah, I don't hate that. I like that lineup. Get the four newbies in. Get them starting. Rest them at the first thing. Because I mean, I, I, yeah, Man United. We need it. It's a we. Yeah, it's Man a game United. we need to win. I know it's very. It's very unlikely that we do win it. It's a game we need to win. Maybe steal a draw. I don't fucking know. We've been good at draws lately. And the best. I mean, even though we're playing Man United, what three days later. I think once you have the newbies in, like for example, you know, Zuma Flash, if they have a really good game and we beat I'm not and I'm not dismissing Zagreb, but I'm saying if we have a strong game and we beat them three, four nil, say, then even though those players have only played three days ago, those players are gonna be hyped to play against Man United. Right. So it's it's it could be good. So Um, okay, so there's gonna be a lot of predictions here. What do you think? Okay, let's go. So West Ham versus Zagreb. Um, Wait, how are you seeing this game going? 
2-1. We beat them, I think. I don't know. I feel like we're going to get off to a good start. I'd like to think it would be a bigger margin than that. But um, I, I, I don't know. I feel like we'll win. I'm going to go. Areola starts, gets a clean sheet on his debut. I think West Ham are going to win 3-0 against Dynamo Zagreb. And I, I, I'm predicting Vlasic is going to get a goal. That's that's where I'm going to go with that. Fitting, very fitting. If unless, unless he doesn't start, then I'm not going to avoid nope. that. Now you're stuck. But, with uh, it. Um, and then I guess since we're not going to speak again officially on the podcast until after we play Man United in the Premier League. So where are you going? Because they've they've been killing it in the Premier League, but then even they played a pretty strong side against the young boys. I mean, yes, they had the the red card, but tactically, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I think, shit the bed royally tonight. Do you think he's going to fix that, or he's going to keep going, and we could maybe see a really bad Man United side team on a? I don't on think Sunday. that's the case. I think we're going to see a very good Man United side, and I think I think Ronaldo's going to score because that's that seems to be what he's going to be doing now. He's going to score every fucking game. Yeah, so I feel like we're about like maybe three two. I feel like it's not going to be fun. Wait, are you going three, three two, two Man United or West Ham? Three two Man U and like probably three one, and then we we salvage one at the end. Yeah, I I. I I wouldn't be shocked if this goes the same way as the last time we played. I believe it was the last time we played at Old Trafford where we went 1-0 up and then they scored a goal and we just fell to pieces. Yep. So... Yeah, and we confidence and we're just like, fuck it, who cares? Like, I'd like to think that's the case. I, I'm gonna, I want to keep the trend of positive vibes only, but this is about as positive as I can be. So I'm going to go... Two two. All right, I that's what. That's the best you. I can do. That's the best I can offer you, my friend. I'll take that. But yeah, it's, it's a, an exciting time. We have got Giants back. West Ham playing a fuck ton of games. So much excitement. So much room for activities. It's a good time. Disappointment. <laughs> so much room for disappointment. Oh yeah. Well, good luck to everyone involved. Hope you just have fun, because at the end of the day, aren't we all winners? That's the main thing. Coming up this week, we got a couple of other podcasts that me and Alex do tomorrow evening. A new Pasta Gravy comes out. What are the boys and girls got to look forward to tomorrow? Um, we're going to talk about football, some more football than we just talked about today. Uh, fashion. Two Fs, football and fashion, because the Met Gala. I had some pretty hot takes on on the the the, the gowns and the outfits that everybody wore. Um, we're we're going to talk about the hurricane that happened here, and then some other cool stuff. We're going to answer your questions. I got some more business ideas to throw out to the people, and yeah, we'll tell you what's not cool this week, and we'll we'll talk to about you're not cool, which we'll also do about thin air. So uh, at Pascagree Pod, you know. listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and, and Instagram. Uh, and then I have my Waffle Box podcast where I recorded it yesterday, so I already know exactly oh. what we, we talked about. Emma Raducanu, the British slash Canadian slash Romanian slash Chinese tennis player who won the U.S. Open, which 
Again, okay, I mean, we didn't go into, but that's isn't that a reason? You know, why we all need to just mess around with each other? You know what I mean? How great of a mix! Canadian born, you know, not a, Romanian father, Chinese mother, crushing it at tennis. Incredible. Hashtag don't be racist. Hashtag no, five. there's no room for racism. I'll tell you. He'll tell you. Arlo White was so pretty, so proud watching her win the US Open. One of the greatest achievements I've ever seen in my life. Bless him. Uh, and also, we talked about a Spanish bishop who quit his job for erotic reasons, which oh. is quite interesting. And uh, El Salvador being economy being crushed because they decided to make Bitcoin legal tender in their country. <laughs> That was kind of stupid. Um, spoiler alert. So yeah, check those out. Pass the gravy pod at Waffle Box. Oh, at, yeah, Waffle Box pod. Um, check those out. New episodes tomorrow. Uh, give us some feedback. But obviously, if you are watching this on the video version, I'm trying to think of the fucking angles. I think hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications. Uh, make sure you follow us at CBB Pod. So you never miss a new episode. We're available on all podcast platforms, unless there's ones I haven't heard of. Then they don't matter. <laughs> Most because... of the ones that we can think of. Yeah, we're on See Stitcher. That. Stitcher. We're yeah. on. Uh, we're on. Uh, iHeart Media. iHeart Radio. My face. We're on a uh, Habu Habu Hotel. Do you remember that? Habu Habu. What was it? What was that? What was that fucking weird? Habu Habu Hotel or something? Do you remember I have that? No idea what you're talking about. I have to look that up and bring it up next week. <laughs> it was like a weird thing where you like you create like a little weird avatar for yourself and then a hotel room and it was really kind of weird. But I'm here for it. Habo Habo Hotel. That was H A B B O Habo Hotel. Google it when you're after the show. Habo Hotel. So uh, I don't know if it's still going. I doubt it. But there you go. But we might be on that. Um, okay. but. Yeah, look at that. It's, it's going to be... You're going to go down a rabbit hole, my friend. It's going to be a weird we'll bring thing. Bring it back. Maybe we're going to bring it back. But yes, so until next week, enjoy the Giants and West Ham. And I forgot to play this last week, so don't forget... Seahorses forever. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>